We learned last week that the tribulation period begins. I must be very brief today. There's going to be many baptized who have received Christ. Say amen. Amen. So I must talk fast. If you will listen fast, I will talk fast. You see, as I saw the vision, God began to reveal several things that are going to take place here on this earth, things that, that we are going to experience, things that, that we're going to see, things that those who have been left behind, things that people who have rejected Christ, they're going to experience. And I want you to understand, I want you to understand The tribulation begins with the rapture of the church. The tribulation begins with the opening of the seven seals. There will be three different sets of judgment. Three different sets of judgment that's going to fall upon this earth, beginning with the seal judgments, then the trumpet judgments, then the bowl judgments or vile judgments. And you see, each judgment will come out of the other. Each judgment will proceed out of the former judgment. And we saw, we saw when Christ opened the seal, the first seal, the Antichrist came forward. The Antichrist, he came forward with deception. He came on a white horse with a, with a bow in his hand. He's a political figure who's coming to deceive with diplomacy. He's going to be a false peace and a false prince. But then he's going to turn his back on the nation of Israel. And the, the second seal is open, then comes the red horse. The red horse represents war, and war will come on this planet like we've never seen before. Wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Then we find the third seal is open, and the black horse comes. Famine, starvation, one man's labor, one man's day, all day long for enough food to feed one man. And he must take care of his family. Then comes the pale horse. Death and hell follows with him. Then we find the next seal is open, the fifth seal. When the fifth seal is open, we see the martyrs, those who have given their life for the cause of Christ, those who believed. You see, God is going to seal missionaries, 144,000 Jewish missionaries, Jewish men who's going to go to all corners of this planet, and they're going to share the gospel with every creature. And there'll be people who believe in Christ who've never heard the gospel. And they're going to give their lives during the tribulation period because they will not bow down to the Antichrist and the Antichrist will have them executed. We see the martyrs of those crying unto God. How long wilt thou not judge those on the earth? The sixth seal is open. When the sixth seal is open, we find a great earthquake an earthquake like's never seen before. An earthquake like we've never heard before. An earthquake that causes the great men and small men, the rich men and powerful men, men all over this world to find holes and rocks and caves hiding from him, hiding from the wrath of him who sits on the throne. Then we find the seventh seal is opened. And when that is opened, this ushers forth the next set of judgments. These judgments are worse than the first. This is what's called the trumpet judgments. An angel steps forward and blows the trumpet. And when the first trumpet is blown, hail and fire fall upon this planet. And one-third, one-third of all plant life, one-third of all green grass, one-third of all trees and flowers 
One-third of all the wheat fields, one-third of all the barley fields, one-third of all the vegetation on the planet will be destroyed immediately. The next trumpet blows. An angel steps forward and blows the trumpet. And a meteor as a mountain falls upon the sea. And when that star hits the sea, one-third of all of the sea life will die. One-third of all of the oceans will be polluted. Then we find the next trumpet sounds. The next trumpet judgment falls. A star falls from heaven named Wormwood and lands upon the fresh water. And the fresh water, one-third of all the fresh water on the earth will be polluted and turn bitter. It is called Wormwood. You see, man is paying in reaping what they sowed. When Jesus was dying on the cross, he cried, I thirst, and they gave him bitter drink to drink. And now man must reap what they've sowed. The next trumpet blows, and it goes from bad to worse. One-third of all light, sun, moon, stars, light that's produced for this earth, will be gone. One-third of fresh water, one-third of vegetation, one-third of sea life, one-third of light. All the components that are needed for man to live will be gone. Then the fifth seal, excuse me, the fifth trumpet blows. And there is a great, there is a great opening in the earth. And out of hell itself, out of the abyss, come forth creatures like you've never seen. Creatures as locusts who have stings like scorpions. And they will sting man. They will sting those who are not sealed by God. They will sting, and the sting, will the pain will be five months long. And the pain will be so excruciating that man will desire to die. They will desire to die, but God said death will flee from them. Then the next trumpet blows the sixth trumpet and the angels that are bound who would destroy man today if they were loose God will loose them fallen angels fallen demons who have fell when Satan fell God's going to turn them loose and the mankind that's left after all that we've already experienced and seen one third will be killed by these angels then the next trumpet blows the seventh trumpet initiates the bowl judgments. The bowl judgments. You see, so far, we have been in tribulation. We have been in a time of difficulty, a time of hardship, a time of judgment, a time of tribulation. But when the seventh trumpet blows, we're going to go into great tribulation. Mankind will see tribulation like they've never seen before. It will intensify and it will magnify greatly. And according to the vision, when the first bowl is poured out at the seventh trumpet and the angel steps forward and pours out the third series of judgments upon this earth, the bowl is poured out. Everyone who has the mark of the beast. You see, the Antichrist is going to start a one world government, a one world religion, a one world economic system. And he will enforce and command every person to take the mark in their, in their hand and in their forehead. 
And if they do not take the mark, they will be executed and killed. But if they take the mark, they will be damned. And all of those with the mark at the pouring out of the first bowl, they will receive sores, painful, painful sores all over their body. When the second bowl, the second bowl is poured out, all of the sea will turn to blood. All of it. In the very beginning, one-third, one-third of sea life will die. But in the bowl judgments, all sea life will die. In the third bowl, when the third bowl is poured out, all fresh water will turn to blood. When the fourth bowl is poured out, the sun will increase in intensity to the point it will burn man and they will cry out to God and they will raise their fists before God and curse God because of the heat. At the fifth bowl, when the fifth bowl of judgment is poured out upon this planet, the Antichrist and his kingdom and his reign will fall into darkness and man will gnaw their tongue for the pain. Then when the sixth bowl is poured out, the river Euphrates will dry up. You see the kings of the east are going to come and fight against Israel. God will draw them into the valley of Megiddo, the battle of Armageddon. And it will be preparing the day. Then the seventh seal, the seventh bowl is poured out. The last set in the series of judgments. And when this bowl is poured out, an angel cries, it is done. It is done. Hailstones, a hundred pound hailstones will fall upon man on this earth. One judgment after another, after another, after another. The first set of judgment, the seal judgments, the second set of judgments, the trumpet judgments, the third set of judgments, the, the bowl judgments. Why is God doing all of this? Why is God doing such things to mankind and this earth? You see, that's why we're here. You need to understand who God is to understand why this is happening. You need to understand the word says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is God is love. Well, that doesn't sound like love to me. All these judgments, all this pain, all of this suffering, that doesn't sound like love to me. Well, let me give you reasons why God is bringing judgment on the earth. Then you will understand the love of God and the mercy of God and the grace of God. You see, these judgments are falling because he's trying to bring God's people, the nation of Israel, back to him. You see, when the Antichrist steps forward, they're going to believe him. They're going to believe his deception. They're going to believe his lies. They're going to believe everything that the Antichrist says about him. Jesus, while he was here, said this, I have come in my Father's name and you receive me not, but others will come in their own name and you will receive him. You see, they're going to believe the Antichrist. They're going to believe that he's the hero. They're going to believe Everything that he says, oh, he finally brings peace. He's going to sign a seven-year treaty, a seven-year contract, covenant with God's people. And they're going to believe the devil's man. But in three and a half years into that covenant, three and a half years into the treaty, he's going to break the treaty. 
He's going to walk into the temple. You see, the nation of Israel will restore the temple worship and the temple sacrifices. And the Antichrist is going to walk into that temple and he's going to say, bow down to me, I am God. Daniel the prophet spoke of this and called it the abomination of desolation. And when the nation of Israel sees this abomination, they're going to, they're going to know he's the false God, he's the false Christ. They're going to, their eyes are going to be open and they're going to flee to Petra and Satan's rage will come against the nation of Israel. And all of his fury and all of his might to destroy God's people, but God will protect them in Petra. And you see, God is wanting to bring his people back to him. But not only that, these judgments are falling because God is trying to shake the confidence of man in himself and the earth. You've got to understand that man has become so arrogant. Man has become so prideful that man does not think they need a God. Man does not even believe that there is a God. Man's confidence is in his technology. Man's confidence is is in education. Man's confidence is in his ability and his power and his might and his money. And man does not even believe that he needs a God. But God is going to show them that there is nothing under the sun that can satisfy. There is nothing under the sun that can fulfill. You need God today. Solomon tried Solomon tried the same thing in all of his wisdom, in all of his might, in all of his power. You see, Solomon said, I'm going to find satisfaction under the sun, which means here on earth without God. I'm going to, I'm going to find fulfillment in what this earth has to offer. And he went and he bought everything there was to buy. He did everything there was to do. He saw everything there was to saw. The whole, the whole book of Ecclesiastes is a record of his journey and his experiment to find fulfillment and satisfaction without God with what this earth has to offer. And when he saw all there was to see, when he did all there was to do, when he bought all there was to buy, he found himself empty. He said, vanity, vanity, all is vanity. Because there will be no peace without God. There will be no fulfillment with what you can buy on this earth. Money will not provide happiness. Power will not provide happiness. Houses will not provide happiness. Men will not provide happiness. Women will not provide happiness. You will find no peace without the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. And God is shaking. God is shaking man's confidence in himself in this earth. You've got to understand, you've got to understand God is love. God is kind. God is merciful. Even in the time of judgment, God would show grace four times. Four times I found, four times I read, four times I saw that man refuses to repent. After each set of judgments, God gives an opportunity, a space of grace, if you will. And man refuses to repent of their idolatry. Man refuses to repent of their immorality. Man refuses to repent of their sorcery, which is drug use. Uh, man refuses to repent of their murders and, 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 and their sexual sins. They will not turn to God, even though God is judging them so ferociously. God is not doing it because he hates mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God is not doing it because he hates the earth and he's mad at man. He's doing it to get man's attention to draw man back to him. And they refuse. 
They refused to repent. They cursed God. And each judgment increases in intensity. Increases in intensity. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand something. God will speak with a still, small voice, but he will roar like a lion if he has to. And the intensity of his judgment and his life and activity in our life is dependent on our stubborn will. And God tries and tries and tries to get man's attention. You see, this time of tribulation is God's opportunity to try to redeem man who, who have never heard the gospel. He's using this to get man's attention who've never heard the gospel. See, it's hard for us to fathom in this life. It's hard for us to fathom living in Coleman. It's hard for us to fathom that there is somebody who's, who's, who's 20 years old and 30 years old and 40 years old who've never heard Jesus Christ, who've never heard Jesus loves me. This I know for my Bible tells me so. They've never heard that the Son of God left all of heaven and he died on a rugged cross and he shed his blood to wash their sins away and he will save them if they ask. They've never heard and there will, be, there will be millions and millions of people who those missionaries, those 144,000 Jewish missionaries who will be sealed by God. Listen, out of each tribe of Israel, Jewish virgin men, never been married, they're going to go forth and share the gospel all over the world. And they're going to believe and turn to Christ. But one of the most important things you need to understand that God is preparing this earth. God is preparing this earth for the reign of Jesus Christ. The reasons for this judgment, the reasons for these plagues, and all of the things that fall, God is going to judge the men who reject Christ. If you turn your back on Christ, Christ paid for your sin, but if you turn your back on Christ, you will pay for your sin. But you see, through these seven years, God is generating and God is preparing and God is readying this earth for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. For you see, seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bold judgments are found from Revelation chapter 6 all the way to Revelation 19. Revelation chapter 6 begins with a white horse rider who is a counterfeit, who is a, he is an apostate, he is, he is a, a deceiver, he is a liar, he is the devil's man. He comes with a bow and a crown that's given to him. He's coming with a lie and he's coming with deception. But then in 19, we find that there is another white horse rider. He comes on a white horse. He has many crowns given unto him and he has no bow, but he has a sword. Lord, and he's coming with a name that's written, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the truth. He is Jesus Christ. And on his vesture, his vesture is dipped in blood to prove that he has paid the price to redeem the earth. And when he comes, he's going to win. Say amen. In Revelation 19, he comes and his armies are with him. He comes to fight the battle of Armageddon. He comes and it's wonderful. He's the king and he's going to rule and reign for a thousand years. And there's so much I want to tell you. I can't, I, want, I can't, I can't. We have no time. So we added a Sunday. 
Say amen. Because you need to understand, he's coming. And the bride of Christ is coming with him. And according to God's word, we'll rule and reign for a thousand years. If you know him. When will these judgments start, preacher? The moment the rapture of the church takes place. When is that going to be? Any moment, any day. Oh, but I'll just wait till it takes place. If you do, you will be damned. You will believe the lie of the Antichrist. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians says, But God shall send a strong delusion that you'll believe a lie because you believe not in the truth, the love of the truth. I want you to accept him today. Today is the day of salvation. Not another day, not tomorrow. There's no such thing as tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation. I pray you give your life to Christ. These judgments, please, ladies and gentlemen, understand this. These judgments are not for mankind. God did not die so you would have to face this. God died to deliver you from this. But you must receive him. And today is your day. Preacher, how will I know that I need to be saved? You know. You know now. No more waiting. No more procrastinating. No more putting it off. 